I mean, All right, there you go. So we're going to talk about Zombicide, the game, yeah, right, sure. Clint? Yeah. I mean, this is what we're going to play in a little bit so you guys can watch yep. it on YouTube. And we're doing just the overview scenario. And so Zombicide is what? It's Surviving Zombies, correct? Yep. Uh, in this case, it's the second edition, Surviving Zombies in a Modern Setting. So we're not doing anything future or fantasy no or futuristic. Wild West or anything like that. Okay. Which I, I was going to stay away from the Wild West, but I actually got some did some research on, I think... I'm going to buy it, especially since you can now have a Gatling gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no Gatling guns work. But in um, Dark Age, uh, Black sure. Plague, and Green Tide, you can have ballistas. You can have what? Ballistas. What's that? Trebuchets, catapults. Yep. Ooh. All right. Yep. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Weapons. So, yes, yeah, so it would be. So. Ooh, so does that mean I could load it up with a zombie and catapult a zombie no, into another zombie? No, it does not zombie? mean that. That would be awesome, though. But if you could though? catapult the zombies, that would you be cool. You do not want to be near a zombie, period. But what? Okay, so what if I kill one, take up its head, put it in the catapult, you, you and catapult don't. its head at the other? I mean, it's so right? an ammunition at that point. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> I mean, so the point of the game is to survive, and it just gets incrementally harder as you go. Yes. Because I yes, did a test play with... And then it kicks you in the you-know-whats right at the end. Yeah, and, and it did. can you actually Boy, survive this? Because it looks to me like... We almost did, and then it kicked us in the you-know-whats last night. We were literally... Almost? We had looted everything. We were literally having three people to get off the board at their next turn, and then I drew two large zombies who were able to move right away, and we were effed. You just killed there you was, all. Because Evie only had one health left, and if one person goes down, <laughs> yeah. you lose. And there was no way we were surviving. We were done. So it was just brutal. I tried playing this last week um, on our gamer show, right, but with uh, Brian yeah, and, from Weird World War II and Minnie Warmut. And it was a fun game, first time I played it, but we thought we were doing good, man. We were clearing the zombies out of the way, and then, all, then we just we just got... You got overloaded. We got overran so, and literally killed, and it was like that. You were doing good, doing good. So I have learned a couple things with this scenario now. What's that? Those red crates bump your adrenaline by five as soon as you grab them, and you have to. Someone has to grab <clears> them. So we need to and grab so them when you, last. The problem is, for well, every action, it looks like on this chart you, thing, it's got. It, it screws you because it makes it harder and harder oh, and harder. That, it, that's not the part that screws. No, this is all extra stuff you get, you unlock. It screws you when the zombies come out. Yeah, but what I mean is it, but, the red level zombies are different than yellow or blue level. No, right? they're all the same level. It, it's how many zombies It's just it how many come out. Oh, and I, I will tell you right now, at red level, it's times ten. That's why you get so and many miniatures. And I have miniatures. two spawn points. That's why you get so many miniatures. Okay. Now, we will probably never get to red level with this scenario. But I did realize something yesterday. You have two people grab the red crates who have taken or killed no zombies. So all it does is move them up five, which keeps them in the blue. Because as long as everyone stays in, in the same color, we're drawing at a lower rate. As soon as someone gets their kill meter up to a different color, everything's drawn at that rate. So, because this scenario is designed to... The higher your heart rate, the... This scenario is designed that as you create your objectives, you move off the board. Don't you so, have to come back down to exit? Yeah, you move okay. off. Okay. If you're in a yellow level and you move that character off and everyone else is blue level, 
everyone drops back down to blue level. So Wait, there's there's what? there's a way to be there's a way to there's be a way to be like smart about it. it. Well, I won't call it a loophole. It's just it's just playing smart. The survivors will always make noise. Your your survivors counted as a noise token. Zombies will always go to the most amount of noise tokens, or if they can see a survivor. You can make noise in a place more than a survivor. So if you've got a survivor and a noise token and you make three noise tokens in another square, the zombies will move to that, that zone. I was going to say, I played the, edition one. This is edition two. This is edition two. Very similar, but so not much different. But the sound brings them to you. Yeah. Right. Now, yep. can you make noise and you hop can. to the next zone? And, and I'll, I'll, yeah, and I'll explain that in your actions. Everyone's going to have three actions. Unless your card lets you have an extra action. So a lot of them will actually let, let you, or they'll let you move for free, or attack for free, or, or something. I got like a free search action. Right. And a free search action is very handy, actually, because generally you can only search once. So if you're not spending one of your other actions to search, that's actually really handy. You will spend an action to open the crates. You will spend an action to open the doors. You may or may not make noise opening the doors, depending on who has what equipment. What do you have for equipment, Greg? Flip your equipment card I over. Have, is this the equipment card yeah, here? That's so, and you can put it in either oh, hand. It I, have a, I have a crowbar. So Greg has the only way to open the doors quietly. Yeah, I have the fire axe. I can open a door, but it's noisy. Now, I have found with this scenario, noise really doesn't matter because the zombies will see you for the most part and go towards you anyway. Is this... Okay, so I'm Put this, it in either side of your tray. That's your right or your left hand. Okay, but this to this thing here looks like an ear with a yeah. line through it means no it, noise. No noise. Okay. It means it's silent. Okay. Awesome. Yep. The fire axe has the ear without the slash. But when you're using it as a combat weapon, it doesn't make noise. So what's the ear with the electrical mean? That means it makes noise. Oh, okay. Just means it makes noise. Yep, but it's it's noise. Most of the weapons we have are gonna, uh, items we have are going to make noise. The baseball bat does not make noise. But you cannot open doors with it. So who's got the crowbar? Greg does. I have the fire axe, which means I start this turn. So, Greg and I are the only two right now capable, right now capable of opening doors. So on your turn, you can move, you can attack, you can open doors, you can search crates, you can make noise, you can trade equipment with other players as long as they're okay. in the same so square. So in this situation, it's almost best that I escort Greg all the way to the other side, so or you the other side. You well, would try to stick together, right? Help you each you other would out. want to. You don't definitely want to get separated because any one of you guys can go down in a turn, especially yeah, the kids. I found that out. And when the kids go down, you're done. <coughs> now the kids have slippery automatically, which means slippery is baby can move out of a zombie zone. They're Harder to get a hold They're of. They're harder to get a hold of. Okay. I can does the slippery, into his hobby, so. um, But does that take an action? That yes, it, it does take an action. action. There's a... You could move. There's a... A what? Why would you run into a zone with a zombie? I don't know. What are you reading, sir? She has I ability called charge. It'll only work while you're in blue. She can... This is during each... Each of their turn, for free, a survivor may move up to two zones to a zone containing at least one zombie. Normal movement rules well, still apply. Well, there's one zombie, not many others. Yeah, she could up and but cut its head point, off. Yeah, she's got a baseball bat, so that would be beneficial. Bash so. um, or bash its head off, whichever. If your card says you have a free action, or you get a plus one action, for example, 
then you have that an op- option to use that action and, and no. three additional actions. Okay. So mine, on the back of mine, it says lucky. For each action a survivor but, takes, they may re-roll all dice in additional time. Depends on when you when lucky comes into play for you. I don't know. I, I haven't played this. So Lucky, when you're in your red. Oh, my God. So you've got Right to, now you have slippery. Oh, okay. Which is I handy because you can it. do the same thing the kids could do. And trust me. As the game progresses, it's, it's very handy more. to have slippery. Now, do you get, like when you move to orange and red, do you get all the actions? No, you or just you get just what get, the color you're at is. Well, okay, so I'd only get, okay, and you have to pick one or the other on, on orange. It's wherever your peg is sitting, yeah. Yeah, On when you've got multiples of that color, then generally I would assume with the pegs, if you keep moving through that color range, you just keep adding a peg. And once there's a peg by that item, then you can use it. So as long as there's a peg next to the action, you can use it. Then I, I would say in that logic, and let's look at that up while we're talking about, then as long as there's a peg next to it, you should be able to use it regardless of if you're in that color or not. Yeah. That is something that I have not considered. Well, if a zombie so, moves into a square with you and the zombie is able to attack, they automatically hit, you automatically take damage. If a zombie moves into a square that has three survivors, we basically randomly roll to see who takes the hit. Or, if it happens to be there's three of us and one of them is a kid, we can opt to not have the kid take the damage. And one of the adults. And one of the adults take it. It kind of is like whoever has the most well, how many survivors does this come with? It looks like a dozen. It comes with 12, six okay. kids and six regulars, and then I'm going to get more. And then, well, yeah, I, one thing, you guys, I was looking at is well, I'm new to this game, but online you can buy other characters, right. individuals, so, like five, six bucks for special characters. There were a bunch of Kickstarter characters that are available on eBay. I'm getting those. The RPG has six characters in it, and you can buy a box set that has those six characters for this game. So that's what I'm getting on this paycheck is that box set. And that'll give us... We're going to have a bunch of characters because what I want to do is I want to do kind of like a campaign setting. Oh, that'd be cool. So we pick characters. Gotcha. If a character goes down, we lose the mission. And the next time we play, that person keeps the characters they have. If they were one of the ones that lost a character, then they pick a new character to put into play. We basically find a new survivor. Or we could do survivor rescue missions if we wanted to, and it's something that's an open mission. Where cool. We have a four-plate map, and one of the characters is actually in there. Okay, so and it we gives have to you... rescue them to get that. And sometimes we could even work that into one where if someone goes down right away. Uh, we don't necessarily have to stop when we lose a character because you don't in first edition. Okay. Um, I'm the other group that we're playing, we're gonna start house ruling a couple things. Dave is really not comfortable with the fact that if the zombie goes in the square and attacks you automatically take damage. Who isn't comfortable with it? Dave. Oh a friend of yours. Okay. Yeah. No Dave, your bro Cole's husband. Oh oh okay. I know who yeah. you're talking about. I just stopped thinking you were Yeah, you know I'm like wait I'm a minute, about. I'm not I And no, I I'm kind actually. of agree with him, so I got looking at the, the core zombies and I think what we're going to do, I'm not doing it for this one now, but what we're going to do is give combat stats to the zombies. So their range is zero. Their attack dice is one for the, the standard zombie. 
two for the runner and three for the the right because the then if they move and they automatically hit hey. you you could yeah well that's yeah. how I not have a chance but to see that makes off. what that yeah. does is make the game go faster I, I get yeah. why they do it. I don't like that because we're not going to worry about, oh, we only have 30 minutes to play this and we need, there's there's no, I'm not doing any of this time BS stuff. Yeah. So we may adopt that rule. There was also some question about the, the weapons, but the weapons are going to stay as they are and I understand why they're the way they are. Um, but like these abominations, which we won't use in this scenario, we have no weapons in this game to kill these. Yeah, you can't kill them from what I understand. Well, in this there's game. There's a sword, isn't there? There's a certain no. sword or something? No. In this game, they can be killed with the Molotov cocktail. Oh, that's which what it was. One in the deck. Uh, what if you've got? Or you've got if you can do three damage, there is no three damage weapon in this game. But if you have additional damage as your ability, you could do three damage to it. What about plus one other? die combat? Oh, plus one damage. There's oh, plus really? one damage. Okay. Yeah. So not everybody has that either. So only certain characters so only certain are going to be able to certain kill weapons them. are going to be the the fire axe with a character that has the additional plus one damage can kill an abomination. Okay. If they hit, and they're like if juggernauts, they just yeah. Is well, my the fire axe requires a four plus to hit. So yeah, fifty fifty shot. Yeah. So we figured when we were doing the zombie stats, basically the zombies would be at a four plus to hit, and we just depending on the zombie bump up their dice pool. Yeah. The problem with that is giving these big ones three dice to roll, needing fours or better, they potentially could hit three survivors. Because if we can do the multi-hit rule, they can do the multi-hit rule. Well, what's our, when we play but this, what, what what's our mission going to be? You're right just now, you're just snagging the, the crates and okay. getting back out of the exit. So it's introduction. That, this is just the introduction scenario, and this was just an easy way to Maybe play. the other ones are four pieces. This is, only, this is a two-tile. Yeah, this is a two-tile just to kind of get. All right, let me look at something on those abilities real quick. Okay, yeah, because. Because I didn't, you know, that question didn't come up before, so. The reason this has a one is because whenever zombies are spawned at the very end, you always spawn here first. Okay. Not every scenario will use that one, but a lot of them do. So all zombies spawn there at the one. Zombies so, either spawn here or here. There's or two. Or when you open a door, they will first spawn in any dark. Now, here's a problem with that. If I get a runner spawn, a, 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 a rush spawn card not only do they spawn they get to move yeah, they spawn and move so if you pop this door open and four of them come in here which we had happen and they get a rush all four of them now come into our square and kill you no because that thank god for this rule system the zombie either moves or attacks it can't do both oh, they only get god. one action unless it's a runner the runner get the two runners actions can the attack. runner could move and attack the other zombies can only move so if they move into your your area, you do have the chance to defend yourself. Then. You you are. You know, That's kind of what SOL. happened when I tried it last week. The other thing I don't like about this is targeting priority. So if there's a group of three zombies here, a zombie, a runner, and one of the the abominations, you have to attack the abomination first. Which most of us only have a one damage weapon. Oh, <laughs> abominations are immune to one damage weapons. Yeah. So that that's so that's we can't. So. I, I'm a little on the fence with that do one, you, on whether I want to keep it so that way. So you can't wipe out the other two. I mean, it's... 
And the only reason part of that rule's in place is like Ellie ignores that rule because she's a snipe. She has a sniper ability. So she ignores that rule. So that being said, that just answered my question. I don't need to look it up. As long as there is a peg next to this ability, that ability is active to you. And that's going to change as this meter on the no, bottom. No, you just keep adding pegs. Yeah. You oh, gain well, more. why you have you gain six more. extra pegs. So yeah. at some point, if you, like, for example, with Doug, I could have him all the way up to ambidextrous. He'd get plus one of his combat rolls. He'd get a free combat action. He'd have one dice to his range. He'd get an extra attack, and he'd have matching set. Now, with oh. Doug, matching set, <laughs> I need to find... Matching set means Doug is dual wielding. So I need to find... Oh, so I can't just automatically dual wield. No. You can put weapons in each hand, but you can only use both. If the color character has matching set, they can dual wield, both melee or Okay, range. so I can only shoot one or the other. So I can't dual in wield. the case with Doug's matching set, is whenever an equipment card with a dual symbol is drawn during the search action, and this is the dual, it does have a dual symbol on this one, the survivor can immediately take another card of the same type from the equipment deck. Because I have this one, I need to go through here and find a pistol so that he can do it. Here, you want to give me a different weapon and you can have the kids? I have that pistol. Well, I don't have any other weapons. That's the problem. Ouch. So you notice that one of yours is gray and one of yours is blue? Yeah. It should be gray because something happened to my blue. So or the blue is actually what you draw. What about... Oh, uh, okay. Oh, this scenario here, Clint, yeah. before we, we start what? playing. Is what is the city pistol. block scenario is what? Uh, city block scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's what this is. It's kind of like a city block. No. There, uh, there's probably a mission for that. I had that. somebody ask me on, on Messenger here, what are we going to be playing when we do the... The introductory the scenario. And I said introduction. He goes, oh, man, play mission one. It's called city blocks. We'll get there. That'll so, be next week. There is no other pistol. I don't know. Because I'm missing the one card. Do you have a blade or anything? No. There's not He's, another weapon I'm in just there? not going to worry about it. Okay. I'm just not going to worry about him dual wielding. It just basically lets me roll two dice. I'm still doing one damage. All it does is give me an additional die roll. At this point, we could just say he's got an additional die roll for his attack. Yeah. And call it good. Just assume he's using it. The reason it has it, because it takes up inventory if you do otherwise. So... Right. That's fine. I'm not going to worry about That's that. That's okay. Well, so we're just basically, so, this I is Zombicide, and we're just talking about second it. Second so. edition Zombicide. Second there edition. There is a difference. But there yeah. is a difference, yes. But it doesn't sound like there's much. No, so there, there's not a lot. We can go ahead and get to the live play. So, I just wanted yeah. to do a little podcast on this and test out our new equipment. If you guys are listening, no, then we're gonna let us know. I got a, I haven't had a chance to research the other missions. That's why I really don't want to do. Yeah, we'll leave you at this. <clears throat> yeah, city blocks would be Sorry the next one. It, it so leaves. we'll we'll do city blocks next week. Yeah, that's crazy because that is three nine maps. Nine maps, yes. Nine tiles. Nine tiles. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a big huge. map. So, I it's think. huge. Yep. And we start in the middle. No, I don't know. Yes, we start in the middle. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're we're, we're going to do this live, you guys. Usually on Sundays, we do a little live stream for that, and then we do our show at four central. You can catch us there too on YouTube and Facebook. Anything else other than this game is addictive? I played the yep. first edition once. It's very, very addictive when you and play it. And uh, second edition. Yeah, that's you all I can say. 
Yeah. Because you can't in first edition. You can't? Nope. All you right. can hide edition, the cars. Second first edition, you can't. Second edition, you can drive the cars. Because there's a scenario. on the file, that might be yeah. So once you, that's the other thing. You can you can drive the cars on the map. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we need to print and out those. Those 3D print, yeah. some cars, yeah. We'll get some printed and we'll show you yeah, guys. Yeah, well, I want to do, at least I want to 3D print the crates. I think 3D printed crates would be yeah, much Yeah, better. that'll help a lot. And then 3D print maybe some doors or walls. Yeah, because I know there's custom games off their website. I'd also like to do different noise tokens, but these, these noise tokens are nice. And I'd actually like to at least be able to put them up versus laying them flat. Oh, let's not lose these. These oh, are extra mean, sliders for your Well, health. you might be able to find like your, maybe companies that make acrylic ones or... Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Yeah, so I you do, my bag. I you do get things. a lot. The other day on Etsy, I'm going to order some. I found some acrylic Necron tokens. So then it's That'll got the plus, it's got the plus ones yep. and everything else for Warhammer. Nice, nice. So. Well, those things always make the games more enjoyable. But we'll go ahead and get to the live version yeah. here on this podcast, and we'll catch you guys next time. <clears throat>